good morning. I'm Ryan. This is Wildest Dreams, the podcast where we dig deep into the dreams of our listeners. Oh, I had to do that alone without Yovana. I was worried I couldn't. You did good. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Oh, and here, oh, all right, guests, uh, listeners, uh, that was the voice of our special guest host this week. Last week, we gave you some guesses because we've dropped uh, their name a lot on the podcast. So... I'm I'm so pleased to introduce the wonderful, the lovely, the how many adjectives can I go here? The amazing JC. Welcome. Oh my gosh! Wow, thanks. <laughs> so I'm JC. I use they, them, and she, her pronouns, and I am super excited to be filling in. I got some big shoes to fill. I feel. Even though, like, Yvonne and I kind of the same size, but that's another story. Um, <laughs> like, I got big shoes to fill, but I'm super excited. I'm super pumped to have you here just to get to spend some time with you. We said when we started, it's been right? a minute since I've seen you. I miss you. I think it's been like since I think I saw you right before you moved. Like, I think that was literally so. Yeah, I saw you literally right before you moved. Coming up, or I think, yeah, we're <laughs> so just a, past a year, just a year, yeah. Um, oh gosh, it doesn't feel like it's been long, but I missed you so many. It's uh, and that's what I'm just thinking of too. We've known each other for a long time, actually, for more than. Uh, I think I met you fresh, my freshman year of college. Uh, definitely, yeah, actually. Were you in yeah. RHA? I was trying to think about this earlier. Did you do RHA? I did not do RHA, but I was an RA. Yes. Okay. And that's where we definitely, definitely for sure. I feel like I knew you before yes. that, but that's where we definitely, I think of like, we're like, oh, hey, you're, you're cool. I love you. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I think we definitely did meet then because it was like in the LLCs that kind of made us make friends with other people and right. I remember seeing like Faust and being like who are these people and I met you and I was like oh you're the normal one okay cool, cool. very <laughs> good I like that That's where did nice. you RA for so yeah no. I was in J Suites my first year and then right. Rags Dominion my second okay right and we yeah we started we trained together right Mm-hmm. both summers yeah, yeah, I both think. Summer, yeah, yeah both summers I well I did it just the one I did it just the one year I had to tap out after I was like nope bye <laughs> you know I can completely understand why you would it is a draining job yeah and I decided I mean... that I like torture so much that I decided <laughs> to work at another higher education institution in residence life for another two years <sighs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least you know the job though so you know so it's like a it's a good are you still there no 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 Mm-mm. tell no, the people you. what you're doing no, now no, 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 no. <laughs> so i am currently in grad school <laughs> i am going to be a therapist i'm specializing in couples and family so you know, I'm in this two-year program and it's hazing. It is hazing me. Um, oh, no. I have 19 hours of classes, a 20-hour GA, and then 16-hour internship. So, like, that's pretty much my life. And it has been for the last year. Holy and next cow. semester is going to be no different. 
So, you know, but I think it's a good thing because I've got dreams and goals and aspirations and the world needs more Black therapists. So here I am. Yes, absolutely. I love that. I love that. Uh, everybody say, a, everybody give a quick round of applause for JC <laughs> in this moment. You got this. You ju- you got this, Queen. <laughs> Lord, I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> Making an effort. That's, well, I'm sort of excited to see, because um, I think some of what you are, like, studying and working with, like, potentially could bleed into um, the podcast super easily. So I'm excited to sort of get your input on what our dream is and uh talk to you about all of that too because these the some of these um books really get into a lot of psychology um because it's all about Mm -hmm. the brain so yeah that's that's a fun part of the pod i love that i'm actually um i listened to the first episode of wildest dreams i was like wow wow this is so interesting because there are um complete practices of therapy focused on somatics so sleep-based therapies or like treating somatic orders that interrupt the way that we think while we're sleeping and the brain is such a complex organ we don't actually know what the brain is doing while you're sleeping <laughs> so it could be doing anything <laughs> Th- thinking about the brain is wild because you're, you're thinking about the thing itself and yet you don't have access to all of it to think about itself you know what I mean? you can't be hyper aware mm-hmm. it's uh sort of blows your mind a little bit so sleep yeah ther- so like the like what do they do in the sleep therapy because how do you interrupt like a night sleep or the REM cycles or do you track or like how does that work so that's like more of a neurology and psychology thing but Mm, what I can tell you from a clinical perspective of like therapeutics is is that you know there are certain mental illnesses that really heavily impact the sleep so you know you'll hear stories of people with post-traumatic stress disorder saying oh I have nightmares but the nightmares are really just memories of what happened because Uh, your brain cannot physically process that experience again, like you've been removed from stimuli, but your brain is still trying to process it. So you have nightmares that are really just the memories that body can no longer physically process. Or if you have depression, you sleep a lot because your body like does not have the means to keep running your brain or your brain no longer has the means to run your body. So it kind of goes both ways. Some people who are taking antidepressants will say, oh, I've had wild dreams. And that's because the antidepressant is making those hormones and making those chemicals that your brain doesn't usually see. So when you hand it to your brain, your brain goes, what the fuck is this? What am I supposed to do with this? And it can cause things like nightmares can wake you up in the middle of the night. It can cause really vivid dreams. I know that people who take Zoloft often say that it causes these wildly vivid dreams. And I think that when we sleep, the veil is like the thinnest. So if you are inclined to any sort of intuitive work or any divination, I think it just makes it easier for your brain to receive those messages because you're not being influenced by the like the visual cues you're not being inspired like what's going on around you so it's kind of that balance of the brain as science also the brain as a conductor for divination 
that's fast. I'm I'm fascinated by that. And um <laughs> and no like uh, no no wonder you people are afraid to go to sleep or you know have try face insomnia because of all of these issues. It's like, well, I can't process that again. I don't want to process that again. That was too hard to process again. So we mm-hmm. need some like why sleep? Why bring that upon yourself? So yeah, how how fascinating i wow it'd be it'd really be i need to look into like how all of that works it'd be interesting to see the sort of the case studies and how people can work through what they can through just sleep therapy itself your the brain man mm-hmm. wild Yo, the, the brain <laughs> it's the only organ that named itself like i think about that a lot like I all the time the yeah. tumbler, like on a tumblr post in 2011 <laughs> and i was like but it did somebody was like brain Uh, and that's 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 where it came from (laughs) exactly just only one she's powerful we love her most of the time (laughs) facts bars not incorrect not at all incorrect true facts well wonderful well Thank you again. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, I'm so excited to hear uh, what we're about to get into. Um, This week, we had a dream sent to us by Riley. Um, Riley comes to us from, oop, I'm not where I need to be. So I'm stalling. (laughs) So I can tell you where Riley's from. Um, it's interesting dream. Um, Riley, where are you? Uh, can I guess? Can I guess where Riley's from? Why yes, is- guess where Riley's from. Yes, Riley absolutely. From? Yes. Okay. So um, I'll give you, oh, I I'm have give it you now. options. I'm going to, oh, well. Um, no, I'm still guess. Cause options. No. <laughs> I'm going to say yeah. they're all right i want to oh, okay so i want to say they're from michigan and you know michigan looks like a mitt so i'm pointing i'm making the mitt with my hand and i'm pointing to like the second knuckle on the ring finger i think that's exactly where riley is from i don't know where the hell that is <laughs> on the michigan map specifically but that one that's where riley from. So you're very close. Uh, well, in that it starts with an M. Riley comes to us from Minneapolis. <laughs> oh, well, um, that's and, wrong, but it's all right. But starts with an M. Uh, so thank you, Riley, listening all the way from Minneapolis. Uh, Riley uses they, them pronouns um, and sent us um, a dream with some animals in it, um, which we've... I think not really covered before, or we have two very specific animals. So um, it'll be interesting okay. and int- intriguing to see where we go, where, where, what this all means. Okay. okay. So um, we're going to hop off. Uh, we will, we're going to mark some words in our dictionaries and then uh, we'll be back and get into this to the stream. In my dream. There was a closed door with gaps on all sides. A bunch of snakes, small, like Medusa hair-sized snakes, all a warm, pale brown color, were slithering around the gaps. They were all facing inward towards me and didn't seem afraid or like they were escaping anything behind the door. The next time I came back to the door, the snakes were all kittens, 
all identical cats the same colors of the snakes, and they were all still midway between the two rooms and the door. Ooh, okay. Wild dream. Here we go again. I I A wouldn't have had fun with this wild dream. Honestly, I, I <laughs> as long as they weren't like trying to like come and take my lunch money, I think I would have been fine. <laughs> I just would have been like, wow, there's a lot of y'all. Were you invited? Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess that's fair. Like maybe if I if I would have just totally like let them do whatever they were doing. That which sort of seems the yeah, case here. But, yeah. If uh Riley said we got a little bit of info around the dream and they said that um they were sort of going back and forth between being half asleep and this dream. So I definitely mm-hmm. What's fun about the show so far is that anytime we get a lot of context surrounding the dreams. And so for me, at least when somebody says they were going back and forth, being half asleep and having this dream, I like can think of specific moments in my life where I've had that exact sort of feeling. Those dreams are always so, so wild. Like this one is and totally um, things, things change fast. Yeah, no, it's like, it's, it's kind of, it can become a little bizarre when you're in that state between being awake and being asleep. Cause you know, like you close your eyes and you're in a clown car and then you open them and you're in bed and then you close your eyes again and you're on the set of CSI me and then you open your eyes again. (laughs) Like your brain is trying to fill in the gaps of your wakefulness and your sleeping. (laughs) <laughs> it really your mind it's just like uh or even when you wake up singing a song in your head I'm always like what was I what was I dreaming what was I thinking of that I'm singing the, the, the London Bridge by Fergie first thing in the morning like <laughs> why <laughs> you know like <laughs> it's either a very good dream or a horrible dream and honestly right. it could go either way <laughs> it could go either Hopefully. way I think I think we're gonna come I think come to find out we're gonna find out that about this dream because just briefly looking at cats I I love a cat I have a cat um and but looking up some of these definitions and just briefly glancing at them I was like oh shit is it good to dream about a cat so for for the the snakes to turn into cats suddenly I'm I think we're at I'm I'm gonna I don't want to speak you i think i'm going to be surprised at how maybe the stream isn't gonna it's still gonna be or take a sort of dubious turn yeah no there's like i decided instead to go a little bit bit more in depth to the snakes because snakes is also one of those dream symbols depending on the cultural text it can be very very good or very very bad so (laughs) it's literally like we would need so much more context uh, behind yes. like your brain in general <laughs> in order to get like exactly what it was. But I, I've been thinking my thinky thoughts and I think I got it. I, I'm excited to dive into this. The um, I do, like you said, I wish we got a little bit more. I want, um, I wish we knew the numbers here. We don't have any sort of numbers of snakes or numbers of kittens we just know we know that they were there and there are presumably a bunch of them um because it's everything is plural um and then 
we know that the snakes are the kittens. They like transform. So, but I want to know how many, because I think that that like putting in, putting numerology on this, I think would then just add even more, but not this time too yeah, big. No. We'll just talk, no, we'll just talk in big, big thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> big thinky thoughts. <laughs> All right. Well, where do you want to start? Should we start first with the closed door? Yeah. Let's start with that door. That's so, how, okay. yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so in terms of the, one of the first things that I found using the, um, the dream dictionary, uh, uh is by, that, by Teresa Chung or Lady Stern Robbins. Everything's almost named almost identical. <laughs> oh, my bad. Yeah, no, um, it's no, you're the, fine. the, uh, um, Teresa Chung one. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. But, um, I think it's interesting because one of the first things that it talked about was um the Jungian theory of like states of consciousness which I do love Carl Jung we I was about to say he's he's a dear friend of the show uh <laughs> so I think it's really interesting to get um and I think that because Riley was transverse this sort of state of being asleep and being awake this could have been very literal the brain saying like okay there's the door to being awake and there's something keeping you from opening the door of being awake so it could be really literal or could be representative of like that transition into a different state of consciousness altogether so i think that's really it's really interesting to think about how one thing in the dream can be representative of other things it's so you're either it's either literally wake up or um get like wake up wake your brain up like yes, <laughs> but yes. it's a boat like wake up but in two different forms here I yeah I love that and I think um yeah so do you want to read what um it's a little long are these uh, again all these definitions are but do you want to read what um we can sort of skip through what Teresa has to say about door yes absolutely. let me let me get out right here and here we are, um, specifically the quote that I was talking about um, in terms of the, the Jungian theory. According to Jungians, a door opening outwards suggests the need to open up to others, whereas a door opening inwards suggests the need for greater reflection or a desire to explore. But this door wasn't open at all. There were gaps in the door. Yes, and it was closed. So, uh, so that's interesting yeah. too. Like closed and yet gaps on all sides. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, doors always represent passages. So it, we always say in dream, pass through a door and to enter a house is divisive and symbolic action as the door represents passage from one state of being to another. And there's an article in front of this closed door with gaps all around. So it's almost like there are two barriers. Yeah, it's more than, yeah, cause the gaps too, like are those hindering being able to open the door? Can she get, can they get through? And then, um, yeah, and then a bunch of snakes. Oh, I'm just realizing yeah. now, I yeah. wonder if they have a bunch. Um, yeah, so a closed door. So it's interesting that we know that there's a door. And so they're like, so already we have this need for 
to get to the passageway, to go through the passageway. Cause a lot of, especially in dream, like I don't, I seriously doubt that this door is going to stay closed. Um, un- I mean, unless, unless it needs to, right. I mean, maybe, maybe this is the door that this is the door that needs to stay closed because of all of the snakes in front of it. Um, but then again, the snakes turn into cats. So is it like, do we have to work through these obstacles to then get through the door? I, it's, I, the beginning is so full of questions. I love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I did look up, like to, oh um, yeah, go ahead. Um, I don't know why there's such a big, big delay, on this, but like, I feel like every time I start talking, I'm talking over you. No, you're fine. That's, uh, that's the life of a pod- podcasting. <laughs> Yes, yes. But um, I actually do want to on the color of the snakes because I think that color theory is also very important. Yes, absolutely. Let's, um, yes, let's do, should we do snakes first and then we let's get to the color. That way we have the represent, that way we know what, we, what the snakes sort of represent and then we can get more specific by putting a color onto that. Yeah, sure. Let's get into it. So I've looked up snakes everywhere. I don't know about you, but snakes, every book has snakes in it. Um, I, before we, the, I did get to use my nightmares book again. So that's fun. Nightmares, the dark side of dreams and dreaming by Stassi Michaels. Um, That has just a brief thing on snakes. Um, so as a metaphor, snakes have a wide range of associations. A snake can mirror what undermines or threatens or reference a sneak verbal attack like gossip or being undermined in one's career. Uh, to those with a religious bent, a dangerous snake can point to temptations that the dreamer is grappling with a moral issue. Mm. Okay. So brief overview of snakes there. Um, what's one of the definitions you found for snake? Um, well, one of the things that I found were snake for actually, um, signs of good things to come, um, from the, the same dream dictionary by, um, Teresa. Uh, See, the, this um, is where it gets fine. interesting because it's like the snakes are snakes, but then they turn into cats. So, mm-hmm. one thing that I find a commonality in is no matter if it's for for bad snakes do come with the idea of fulfilling a desire mm, okay um, yeah see that makes sense if we're thinking even classical christian terms yeah so from that section of the book we have dreams that feature snakes in them will also arouse different reactions depending on your associations with snakes in the waking life if you are like most people and snakes arouse fear and loathing in you then if your phone dream focuses on a snake it could turn into a nightmare which is the book that you were saying um but a little further down it says um if you admire or like snakes or keep them as pets um this dream is unlikely to happen sinister so again we are being influenced by this being asleep being awake sort of dichotomy of what's your waking life like when you see a snake right and okay so yeah so we're thinking about size too um, cause that definitely has a factor where they describe Riley describes them, um, Medusa like hair size snakes. So that's interesting mm-hmm. there. So they're not going to be, they could be anywhere from 
well, probably what a foot to half a I guess it depends on how long you think Medusa's hair is but I would say what like a foot I to mean, a foot and a half yeah nothing nothing huge like a foot to a foot <laughs> and a half and a half is pretty generous I think yeah I thought so too for like a to uh I don't know a hair snake um no books had medusa in it though so that was kind of sad yeah no especially considering like like hashtag end medusa slander she yes. does not deserve <laughs> to be slandered medusa is not the villain no not, not at the all villain. um you said you looked up a little bit um I, i'm sure most people know medusa but you said you looked up a little bit medusa while we were looking at the words ah uh, yes 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 i did i looked a little bit more into the background because i know that medusa was turned into a gorgon but i know why so i decided mm. to look up her origin story and as a um as a warning a content warning not because anything uh triggering is coming up this is just one iteration of how medusa came to be because mm-hmm. it does change. So classically, Medusa was a very vowed priestess of the temple of Athena, but she broke her sal- she broke her vow of celibacy with the god Poseidon. Now, there are some people who think that Poseidon tricked her into breaking her vow of celibacy. There are others that think she did it willingly, but either way, Athena was not happy. And so she yoinked Medusa out of the temple and was like, how dare you, you crusty raggedy hoe, and made her ugly and made her snakes for hair. That's that's one iteration. Also, um, the idea that uh, her vow of celibacy was broken unwittingly and in order to stop men from lusting after her, the gods gave her the power to turn them into stone. They looked at her for too long. And the snakes were just an added bonus, I guess. I, I don't I don't know. Know. <laughs> but yeah, those are the two origin stories that I, I found for mm-hmm. Medusa. Uh, it, it's, I, it's interesting that Riley uses the reference to Medusa to describe, I like, there must be something about them that just like sparks Medusa in Riley's mind, especially in the dream. But I it, like it just adds that reference for me, at least adds like a sense of trickery. Right. Or um, mm-hmm. warning sign like low key violence in some versions of that story. Um, yeah. High, high key violence in some versions of that story. So it's like, um, yeah, just thinking about snakes um of course freud thought they were phallic of course um besides being an obvious phallic symbol the snake embodies for Jungians the other dark incomprehensible and mysterious aspects of the self that must be contained in addition in the indian mystical tradition the kundalini snake is a symbol of latent energy instinct and sexuality so your dream may have also represented your spiritual or intellectual awakening interesting i would be interested to see the color of the uh kundalini snake um if to see if it was potentially pale brown 
Um, <laughs> and then it gets into pythons. All right, so I'm gonna also look into the Dreamer's Dictionary, Lady Stern Robinson, just its snake really fast. Um, in its mm-hmm. psychological interpretation, a snake in your dream, uh, it's it's a phallic symbol. But again, I think Lady Stern references heavy on um, Freud. Um, however, according to the oracles, snakes in a dream are warnings of various troubles, obstacles, or treachery. Of course, the other colors, I will, we are, I'm about to, we should get into that. Um, of course, the colors and other details must be carefully considered, but as a general rule, to dream that you were bitten, no. Um, if your dream feature is snake wound around you, close, but no. Um, to be dream of being surrounded and unable to, to kill more than one or two indicates that you are in danger of being seriously uh, cheated by someone you trust. Oh no. To walk over the snakes without trying to kill them suggests that you will in the end actually turn those table on those who are trying to block your way. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, they don't go through the snakes. They sort of see the snakes recognize that the snakes aren't angry or afraid and then the snakes turn into cats but um okay so interesting so i wonder so it's definitely it's almost like a standoff with the the definitely recognized as a potential warning but then there's no movement yeah and um that uh that apps of fear because first of all riley doesn't say that they were afraid and Riley says that the six didn't seem afraid of them either. So I would be, I mean, it, it, again, there's like so much context involved. Mm-hmm. Um, but also uh, Dr. Google told me that the Kundalini snake Ooh. is whatever color you want it to be because it is not technically a real actual factual snake it is energy yes it is energy um it rests like a serpent a coiled serpent at the base of the spine and it is a conduit for the chakras okay interesting so in addition i'm gonna read again from oh yeah i keep going (laughs) I was going to say. Those howevers get you. <laughs> if we, if, yes, however. Um, the color of the snake being brown and being a, specifically a warm or pale brown, those natural brown colors, according to Dream Christ, which is one of my personal favorite, like Ooh, online okay. dream resources, um, it... Uh, has to do with concerns of the home so like your house your family how you live in your house identity etc um and because there's no fear there i think it might have to do a little bit more with the identity or roots of the dreamer especially because you know like most people if they're struggling with their identity, fear is not the first word that comes to mind, but confusion. So I wonder. Yeah, that's a good point too. 
especially with the sense of it, I, you know, a transfer, there is a lot of transformation themes um, that really you um, it, through this dream, um, the door in general, right. That's like going through a transformation there, the snakes transformed mm-hmm. into cats, um, the snake snakes in general mm-hmm. also shed so they change they don't change their identities but they change their skin they literally shed their skin um so Mm -hmm. in a way they Mm -hmm. transform they change their identity so i yeah so i'd wonder um i wonder sort of what's going on with riley right now that this that maybe transformation and change seem to sort of be a big big theme here maybe big things are sort of happening shaking up Mm mm-hmm um, I also I looked up Brown also in again the Dream Dictionary by Teresa Chung. Um, she writes most of us associate the color brown with the earth, uh, and this is its leading significance in dreams. If, for example, you dreamed of walking on the a brown surface, you may be longing for a more down to earth lifestyle. Uh, the warmer the tone of brown that was featured in your dream, the more likely it is it is that the reference was to nature, whether that is in the natural world or to a natural unaffected personality. Here we go. Um, It's not drab. Brown is also the color of commitment or self-sufficiency. So your dream may be urging you to work hard and take control today if you want to achieve anything tomorrow. Okay, maybe especially if we're Mm. thinking about transformations and change too. Um, Mm -hmm. Although brown generally draws its symbolism from the earth as a source of fertility and rejuvenation, it can on occasion symbolize the melancholy oh, of rotting leaves, um, which would be good to change. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, so lots of transformation happening or maybe like the signs of or understanding, um, again, especially because like you said, it's not, fear is not the word and uh, Riley doesn't seem afraid here, but there was definitely an understanding um, and like a notion and acceptance of change. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I think such an interesting sort of like, I guess collaboration between these two symbols like the collaboration between snakes the color brown in this dream are creating a positive connotation and though there was a lot of things that could be misconstrued so I'm actually really glad that Riley sent us this dream because I feel like they might have woke up and said what the fuck is this yeah so, right yeah <laughs> uh yeah change is happening is what it seems uh the one thing i want to look at before we get to maybe the cats and diving into what that meant um i did look up nobody really had midway or um like facing or that i think but i did look up positions um because i was hoping maybe like Mm -hmm. facing Mm -hmm. something facing would um so uh, once again, we are in, she's really coming through this week, Teresa Chung. Um, everybody else had the animals specifically, but um, Teresa writes about positions. It is worthwhile to pay attention to the positions you assume with the setting of your dream, uh, This, as this can give you an indication of your stance or moral position in life. Um, let's see, doing some quick reading here. Okay fall behind you nope below you nope 
here we go. Things in front of you refer to what is being dealt with now in your waking life. Things that are opposite you, so sort of facing, uh, represent resistance to the direction you want to take or the need to reconcile opposites in some way. Okay. Mm -hmm. Again, that fits into this idea of that transformation sort of like okay you see that it's there this door there are gaps in this door which means you can assume that there is something on the other side of this door for you and that it is tangible however comma the snakes that are like in front of you could very well represent that must be addressed before you get to the other side of the door What's so funny to me about that is that in in this moment, Riley said, hmm, nope, left somehow, (laughs) right? We don't get, we don't sort of get how, but in dream, in the way that dream logic happens, um, Riley says that the next time they came back to the door. So there's no, like, there's no leaving. There's no, well, there has to be like at some point. Riley had to have just like swooped away from that door, come out of that dream and then go they're back the next time they find themselves back into it the snakes are now yeah. kittens mm-hmm. which I'm, I'm just very curious because kittens specifically not brown cats but kittens right well and it, then it's like both because it's all kittens all identical cats the same color so I'm like are they kittens or are they cats? Or do you see a mixture of both? Or did they transform more? Did they just grow very quickly from kittens to cats? Oh, dreams. <laughs> um, really, what do you honestly, want- don't, don't, gotta love them. Got to love them. <laughs> uh, what, what, do you want to read something that you found for kittens? Um, didn't actually specifically look for kittens. I actually looked for babies or like, youth oh okay that's smart too that's another way into i only i think i found kittens in only one book and that was the dreamer's dictionary by lady stern robinson so go ahead go ahead and read like youth because that's that's definitely i mean kitten that's smart way into kitten all right we are once again in the dreamer's dictionary with our good friend teresa let me get her in back here you know you would think knowing the english alphabet would help me find the things that i was looking for it does not so um youth is a very short definition it says you could be remembering your childhood or teenage years or the attitude you developed at that age which immediately made me think of the concept of the inner child oh yeah because when you're working on healing your inner child you're getting back to like yourself authentically Mm -hmm. and talking about wrapping this up in the identity package or transforming into the idea that you want very much so falls into that healing the inner child story. 
and again, just thinking about transformation to like doing that work, always thinking about um, things in our childhood and trying to move past them, especially into adulthood or overcome them in adulthood. Uh, definitely that transformation <laughs> um, is difficult. Um, Lady Stern Robinson, um, sort of her very, um, very gendered uh, definition for kitten. Uh, so for a woman, a dream of playful kittens predicts a pleasant but unimportant romantic affair. For a man, it signifies a disappointment in love. Um, so again, very gendered here. But the I hope I'm hoping the other definitions for cat are not as. Yeah, we. Mm. I always think it's interesting to distinguish between genders when we talk about dreams, because I'm like, but brains, like dreams is dreams. Right, dreams is dreams. <laughs> um, so cats, I do, Eric Aykroyd, we haven't talked about him this episode, his dream dictionary and ADZ guide to dream symbols and psychology. Um, he had a couple different different definitions for cat. Um, the main one being the meaning of a dream about a cat may depend on what you associate with cats. I think that was the same with snakes too. If you were afraid of snakes, then mm -hmm. take that as a sign. But if you liked them, that take that as a sign. Mm -hmm. uh, if you were afraid of them in real life, they may represent in dreams things you are frightened of in yourself. But remember that real life fear of cats may be a symptom indicating a fear of some aspect of the femininity that cats generally symbolize your mother, your own femininity, whether you're a man or a woman, or are they? Your unconscious psyche, nature's energy or wisdom, the ultimate mystery of life and death and rebirth. Hmm. Okay. So, and then it breaks down, the definition number two breaks down what it talks about, I think, with the feminine aspects. Um, it's by saying, <laughs> the feminine in its own various aspects may be experienced as both positive and negative. The cat may represent the positive, creative, fertile aspect of that feminine. In mythology, cats are often associated with fertility goddesses. We're thinking about mytho heavy mythology this week. Mm -hmm. The dream might be pointing to the possibility of new growth in your personality, once again, transformation, um, through a fuller integration of your anima, perhaps if you are a man, very, again, gendered, or through a greater reliance on intuition or dream messages. However, the cat may also symbolize the negative catty or destructive aspects of femininity. If feminine characteristics in you are repressed, they will probably present themselves both in dreams and in waking life in a negative way. Um, for example, a man whose femininity is not integrated into his conscious life may behave in a destructively catty way towards other people. Mm. Um, again, if we're thinking gender, but I think but there was a lot to pull from that, that outside of the gender, um, especially in that, um, the sort of representing both good and get bad, but also I liked the part where it said, uh, through a greater reliance on intuition or dream messages, like the door, maybe that's what the dream is too. Maybe the dream is trying to get you to open up your mind, uh, to receive messages better. And that's what the cats are for there too. You got to get you through that door. Mm -hmm. And so think it's interesting that we've had two um, mentions of that transformation being integral to 
the dreamer's waking life um like I don't know I just I'm really trying to wrap my brain around this like I've been sort of like in my mind's eye trying to envision what this dream would look like and you know the the sequel's never or is good original <laughs> well it is it is so interesting because um i wish there was some way like we could get an artist's rendition of different of everybody's like picture of the dreams because for yeah i mean for this one for me it's like it's very natural for the door to just be in the middle of a forest because that's very i don't know natural like dream logic of course for so for me it's just like, like woods there's a door there are snakes in the ground. We're close to the door, but we're not too close to the door because there are snakes on the ground. And then when you come mm -hmm. back into just the next time you find yourself there, instead of snakes, there are now cats. But I'm sure not everybody. Like when I want, I want it. Like I, I. It would be interesting to picture what ever like listeners picture when they just imagine a door with snakes around it. You know, like. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I think you're onto something too with a sort of this really, really all being related to sort of the waking life, especially again, since we know that Riley was sort of going in and out of conscious while having this dream. Mm -hmm. So um, I guess there are actually, <laughs> there are actually a lot of very interesting studies about the way the brain begins processing information once you've awakened and there are certain therapies like EDMR um, that rely on your body being like easily tricked I guess um, EMDR stands for eye movement Oh gosh, it's eye movement. Oh, eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So essentially what we are trying to do is trick your brain into going back somewhere that is closed off to you. A lot of times it's about like being closed off to traumas that you've experienced, but it functions essentially the same way that slipping in and out of a dream as waking up comes from but we're keeping you in a complete state of like awakeness as we do it it's fascinating but also i don't know um, i don't know how i feel about that i mean you're rewiring the brain has got to be tricky no matter what you're trying to do to it or rethink or you know get associate different memories to you're messing with I, we don't know a lot about the brain and that's fascinating i think but also it's like tricky got to be tricky sometimes i can't imagine trying to work being that mm -hmm. um so yeah this one too it riley i really feel a sense of like a real sense of transformation and you're i think you you seem to understand that or at least your brain seems to be trying to help you i think understand that um because again transformation is all over this um all over this dream through the symbols and literally um a lot of change is happening in the dream as we go through 
The mm -hmm. one last thing I sort of want to look up um, before we get some card for clarification. No book had identical or multiple or all the same, but we know that all of the snakes and all of the cats were literally all, all identical. Um, so I looked up twins mm -hmm. uh, to try to see what that would get us. And um, Lady Stern Robinson, once again, um, came in to save the day. She writes that twins double trouble followed by double joy is the omen in a dream featuring growing grown up twins so it's it, it take that with a grain of salt because it's not you there weren't only two there are multiple so they could all just be the same that are multiple or they could be different problem maybe okay so maybe they're all different or the same problem but associate like in different aspects of your life um that mm -hmm. might need change um but definitely definitely a sense of i keep saying it but change and transformation are coming through in this dream mm -hmm. um when you said specifically like uh these this could be the same problem i think maybe they're all identical it could be a recurring problem that maybe riley hasn't dealt with yet and it just keeps popping, piling up and piling up and it's multiplying as they don't yes. address it so it could also be one of those things or they're ignoring multiple signs that aid them in this uh this sort of reckoning that they seem to be on their way to especially since we don't get again no, riley not to read you here but there doesn't seem to be instead of trying to deal with the snakes or figure out you know what the deal with what the snakes were we just suddenly were away and then we came back and now the snakes are a different thing but they still don't mean great things so it's like it really is like um we can't just run away from those because e like even if we try or replace those or try to cover them up with nicer images because even if we do that it um they're still there <laughs> yeah nope they are still there i feel like maybe i got to the door saw the snakes and said we'll be right back after this commercial break and then just woke, <laughs> woke up like no thank you let's try again <laughs> and went Not back today. to sleep and was like the door kittens especially because they were the same color like you know a litter of kitten to kittens typically has like cats of different colors in them unless both of these cats are like exact same breed but i and even in the same breed i know there's like the possibility for some of the cats to be different colors so for them all to be the same color and they're all identical there's some merit to that there's i mean there's we got some we got the same thing going on just 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 a multiplying and that can be mm -hmm. that's tricky too. like we got to get that under control but this is see this is why we dream it's like we said in the last i think the nightmares book in the last episode said that your your brain scans for all the things and then sends you a little dream mail about what you need to sort of focus on and so you know you mm -hmm. know subconsciously that these are things that have to be taken care of um because at this point they are just multiplying <laughs> yeah I got well, snakes. Okay. They're I multiplying. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> uh, they're electrifying. 
um all right so eels question mark maybe it was snake roller snake adjacent uh let's see well let's see what the cards have to say maybe they'll offer some advice on what to focus on or maybe what to work on um as we go through this transformation or as we try to deal um deal with this so we can transform because change change is needed change is important um and so I really, and I think that that's what your dream is trying to get you to do. So I'm hoping the cards will um, give us some, give us some messages. Yeah, let's get into it. Do you want your dream to be featured on our podcast? Do you have a recurring dream that drives you wild? A sex dream that leaves you feeling dirty? A nightmare that makes you feel guilty? Head over to www.wildestdreamspodcast.com and click the submit tab. Once you're there, fill out our form and submit your dream as text. Prefer to send audio? You can always drop us a line at our email, submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. Each week, we'll feature one dream that we'll try our damnedest to decipher. It's listeners like you that keep our dream alive. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, well, they are cards are shuffled nice and nice and good. Let's let's see what they let's see what they have to say today. Mm-hmm. Um, JC, you are our illustrious guest host. Why don't you start? Yeah, of course. Um, the way that I generally pull is I tell a story first. So do a quick three, and we'll we'll see what this story has for us. Okay, so first of all, we got all major arcana, so that's interesting. Oh, wait. okay. I would introduce deck to y'all, but um, as I was telling Ryan earlier, <laughs> I got this deck boneless, <laughs> and when I say boneless, I mean this deck was given to me with no book, no packaging. It was just shrink wrapped and handed to me. So um, the only thing that I know about this chaotic is made by someone whose name is Will Kingen. So um, yeah, this is my boneless deck and I've had it for a very long time. I am sorry that I can't tell you. If you Google boneless deck, I'm sure you find something. However, it ain't gonna be- Not not this. (laughs) (laughs) Turn that out there. Um, But yeah- what I'm seeing is the emperor in reverse, death in reverse, and um, the wheel of. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The the temperance, temperance. This doesn't have the names of the major arcana traditionally. Uh. Yeah. So, like, temperance in this deck is the spirit gauge. Death in this deck is the spring healed Jack. So you got it. Yeah. But um, but you know, when we're looking at the Emperor and Death coming together, usually means stepping into your power and you know, going forth with the things that need to be done, but they're both in reverse. So if we take it literally, um, one of the books that I use as a resource is The Art of Manifesting Tarot Techniques by um, Kathy Buck. She's kind of fantastic. And I love a local tarot tarot reader in uh, Greensboro. Actually, this this big boy right here. 
beautiful um i got it from ebn like years ago but um we often think of the emperor as like this dominant figure a father usually of masculine energy and when we see this card in reverse it means that something has made you feel powerless or something is making you feel emasculated like there's a lacking of masculine energy death upright is our transformation card Mm -hmm. but here it is in the reverse so we're seeing some stagnation so there seems to be a lack of masculine energy and it's not changing but that balance isn't necessarily a bad thing like it's not it's not disturbing your peace is what i see as of right now interesting okay but it's it's uh especially interesting to think in conjunction with that dream too because it's like so do you go through that door do you not go through that door you know there's still there is some grappling there that needs to uh potentially be done what was the last yeah it's um temperance temperance right okay um well neat okay so you pulled three so i'm gonna pull three Mm. here see what they have to say i again am not oh my god guess what my third card is temperance the wheel of fortune in reverse oh would you look at that would you look at that um okay so i this deck this deck loves rods which um Mm -hmm. uh, i think translates okay wands rods wands. they translate to wands yeah. yeah um this deck and i whenever i pull from this deck it, i am always pulling rods and um, so i got the four of rods um so mm-hmm. life is a party you are the guest of honor um opportunity to count your many blessings um again though while it's fine to indulge in life pleasures we're reminded not to overindulge um and because we mm-hmm. do have to get back to work um and then I have the page of rods, but that is in reverse. So what I'm going to do is switch to the only tarot book you'll ever need by Sky Alexander and Mary Shannon um, and look up the page of wands reversed. If I can quickly do that. Swords, cups, pinnacles, wands. Here we go. So in reverse, page of wand represents a delay which could cause trouble. So maybe it's not good to delay this inevitable change or transformation. Something you were expecting might not arrive Mm -hmm. on time or a mix up may occur or the page may bring a message of unwelcome news that causes some disruption in your life or requires you to travel to put things right. Um, If the page represents a person, he is untrustworthy or conveys false or misleading information, be on guard. Ooh, interesting. So I definitely, mm, I do think. Very interesting. I, it seems to me that this transformation and change does need to happen. Um, because the stagnation, like it, we don't want to ever overindulge. Um, the last card again, I got the Wheel of Fortune, but it was reversed. Um, so leaving with that. 
here we go. Here we go. You are holding back your own destiny by refusing to make the necessary changes or take the required actions. This is causing stagnation and frustration. You think you're waiting for the right time, but fear of the unknown is blocking you. Literally, you don't know what's behind that closed door because you haven't opened it yet. And it is truly, truly blocking you. Um, you may be fantasizing about what you want to do, but you have to take action before anything can happen. You may experience delays because of the lack of commitment. Ask the universe to show you the way and fearlessly follow the direction that you are given. Quit being wishy-washy and get on with what you already know you need to do. I think that's great advice for everybody. Um, just thinking mm -hmm. about the things we all put off, thinking about the things that we all don't want to do. Just do the damn thing and things will be better. Things will be better. Yeah. I mean, I am of the, uh, I am of the opinion that the worst thing they can do is say no. Yes. So I am totally all for just do the thing. Just do it. First of all, who gonna beat your ass? Nobody. Nobody. Like, <laughs> who gonna beat your ass? <laughs> who gonna beat your ass? Not a single person. And I think it's interesting that both of us kind of pulled up this thing about stagnation and having what we want. And your deck specifically talking about like, just go, go do the thing um snakes again can have that connotation of your desires so you know who knows maybe i guess riley you heard it it's you to go do the thing you're supposed to do my dude yeah for real my uh johnny um said to me one time um there ain't nothing to do but to do it and i wrote that down it was it was during nothing to do but to do it i uh i was talking about it was in grad school and I had to write a paper or something so I wrote that down and literally put it over my webcam so that way it helped me just sit and type because there ain't no nothing to do but to do it <laughs> and the sooner you do literally it literally that the sooner it's over the sooner you can move on the sooner things heal um so mm -hmm. it's time to get to getting and that's that's for that's to riley that's to everybody i mean it's let's get to getting this next week yeah my uh <laughs> you say get to getting and my very very southern great-grandmother would always tell well i reckon you ought to get to getting and yeah. <laughs> so that's been like a thing parents where are you going i'm about to get to getting like i'm leaving that's i'm gonna go do the stuff i need to do <laughs> exactly so, yes this is so <laughs> words of wisdom right there well riley thank you so much for submitting your dream i hope this was helpful do the damn work uh in the nicest way possible <laughs> and uh jc Thank you so, so much again for uh, joining us this week on Wildest Dreams. Oh, it was such a delight to have you here and to see your face and to hear your voice. Right. Thank you guys so much. I consider it an honor. This was like really, really cool. And yeah, I, I think maybe I'm researching my own dreams even more now because like this process is just fascinating. Yes, I, I, I'm so thankful for your insight on some of the psychology um, and therapy treatments, because that 
I could sit and listen to that all day. That is so interesting. To It's so interesting to think about the brain. So I'm glad we were able to pick yours a little bit on the podcast today. Of course, of course. Um, rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget, um, you can find us anywhere you already find podcasts are found. And um, if you want to submit your dreams, you can submit at our website, wildestdreamspodcast.com, or you can submit your dreams as text or audio to submit at wildestdreamspodcast.com. And until next week, uh, see you later. Good night. Yeah, keep dreaming, y'all. Ha, 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 ha.